0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerding Out with Chelsea. In today's episode, we'll be talking about some of my favorite manga up to this recording date. This episode is a direct sequel to my favorite anime ever episode, and I hope to do more favorites in the future. This is going to feature a plethora of genres and age ratings, so be very aware of that. These won't all be PG. Over the course of the pandemic, I've found reading manga a lot easier than watching anime, so this list is quite varied in what I've been reading. I'm going to be grouping these roughly ish by genre so that there's like more organization than my favorite anime ever episode which, you know, you should definitely listen to if you haven't yet, you know, you you know it could help with a little bit of context just so you get an idea of how I do these sort of episodes but putting that aside I'm just going to get straight into the manga because there are quite a few that I have to get through. The first kind of genre that I'm going to be going for is like a mix of sci-fi and dark fantasy. I think that's a genre. I'm gonna call it dark fantasy because that sounds like a genre name um, and the first manga that's going to be in that list is Claymore the main character of claymore her name is clara i believe and let's just get one thing very very clear claymore is a very gritty gore violent fighting blood death all kinds of things like that it has a lot of that it's really beautiful the plot is amazing the art is amazing i was i really really enjoyed reading claymore and someday in the future I hope to pick up the physical volumes and give it another read. I I was enjoying it so much, I like binge read it within a few nights and that thing has like a couple hundred chapters, but I was obsessed and if you like Berserk, you might like Claymore, like I don't want to say think of Clara as a female Guts because she's her own really well developed character. But just if you like Berserk, you might like Claymore. I definitely did and that's why it's one of the first things that I am recommending. The next one, continuing with this whole sci-fi dark fantasy thing, by the way, if you want to know more about Claymore, you should definitely go follow the podcast page on Instagram at nerdingoutwithchelsea because guess who has done a Claymore review? That's right, I sure did. I gave it a 9 out of 10 rating, and if you want to see why, you should go to that page immediately and go find that post. Hello. But the next one is one I have mentioned a few times on the podcast, and I have also done a review for, which also received 9 out of 10, and that's going to be Dora Hodoro. Now, if you know me, you know I love me some Dora Hodoro. Like, I have limited edition Hodor, a sweater like I absolutely love that manga and the cast and everything about it it is once again very gritty bloody amazing fights amazing art amazing story and world building both Claymore and Dorahodoro are like some of the most unmatched manga when it comes to world building love them to death I put them up there with one piece in terms of world building don't read it if you can't handle a really rough manga and if you want a really in-depth reason as to why you should go read it once again you need to head over to the podcast page on instagram at nerding out with chelsea and catch my detailed like 10 slide review on Dorohodoro. moving on to an anime that i have not actually done a review for but i'm pretty sure i have mentioned it in one of my past episodes that is going to be the manga ajin uh, ajin is with the main character K, and i think it has a bit of like infimity in what what it's a bit infamous because of the cgi the terrible cgi in the anime but the manga itself breathtaking like i was so hooked reading the ajin manga I binge read the mess out of that. The plot, the characters, the abilities—it is developed incredibly well, and it is such. It's like a mix of a an unsettling slash scary and just really interesting read. Ajin, like I don't know if I should be giving too much information about each of these just because I don't want to spoil it since I have read it. It's a lot harder for me to remember like what not to say, but Ajin. I don't know how to really explain it. There are Ajin, like these black shadowy things that certain people have. And they're immortal. Until practically everyone wants to get their hands on one. And the last one hasn't been discovered in like years and years. So when our main character turns out to be one, obviously everybody and their mama wants their hands on him. And that is how it starts with him trying to, you know, live his life. And where it goes from there, it... The plot expands so much, like that is only really the tip of the iceberg. Moving on and continuing with our sci-fi dark fantasy is going to be a manga that was one of the original reviews I did on the podcast page. I think it's like, it's definitely one of like the first five or something. So, you know, OG OG and it is going to be All You Need Is Kill by Hiroshi... I think it's like sakura zara sakura zaka something like that and one thing i do want to say about all you need is kill is one thing i will say about all you need is kill is i definitely have a slight bias because the illustrator for it um takeshi obata i love his art you know i adore bakuman spoiler alert bakuman is later on in this list um i in deeply enjoyed all you need is kill uh what else has obata done oh hikaru no go which is also on this list i adore it as well so i do enjoy a lot of the things that he illustrates but all you need is kill just like everything else on this list dark gritty death don't read it if you can't handle psychological things it has only two volumes but that's because They're really long volumes. It's a short story for sure, though. So if you just want to dip your toes into kind of sci-fi, dark fantasy and just be like, okay, I just want to see if I like this. Start with All You Need Is Kill. Very briefly, the main character, his name is Keiji. And there are these aliens called Mimics that um, invade Earth. Or I think it's more specifically Japan that it's set in, but it has invaded the entirety of Earth. And he's one of these soldiers who have been recruited to use this special sort of armor suit that can kill them because obviously regular weapons don't kill them. They're aliens, you know, and he dies, but he keeps on coming back alive again and again, fighting the same battle. At some point, he finds out that he isn't the only one dying and being brought back to life over and over and over again. So, you know. A very fun, interesting perspective. I think if you like Blame, then you might like All You Need Is Kill because they have similar wavelengths, I would say. And now we're going to sort of deteriorate away from the common themes of Claymore, Dora Ajin, and All You Need Is Kill, but staying in the sci-fi dark fantasy. The first one I want to, you know, bring up is very infamous because of the amazing creator behind it, uh, Junji Ito. And it's going to be Tomi, which I have recently read. I read it all within one or two nights. It's amazing. I mean, the art's amazing. The plot's amazing. It really is horrifying, but like in such a good way that I just keep reading and reading. Tomi very basically is about this really beautiful girl. All the guys love her. All the girls hate her. But the one really strange thing that happens is after a while, the guys who like her gets so obsessed and in love with her that they're compelled to kill for her and kill her. So it's a very interesting premise. Junji, he really goes places with all the different horror stories that he does. I also read Gyo recently, but Tomi is definitely my overall favorite so far from what I've read from him. I still have quite a few other things to read. Next up on our list is something I have definitely mentioned so many times on the podcast, I'm sure you are tired of hearing me mention it, but I will not stop mentioning it. Okay, the anime is a masterpiece, and the manga is a masterpiece. It is going to be Dororo. Come on now, y'all know this. You know the drill. I mentioned this in my favorite anime episode, which you should definitely go listen to if you haven't yet. Hyakimaru, Dororo, Samurais, Demons, Gaining Body Parts, Action, Drama, Romance, Depth agony plot art all of it is just amazing and I will say one thing about the art Dororo was created in like 19 something so don't be over here expecting I don't know attack on titan or something like this is old art but the story and everything else top tier top tier go read Dororo go watch Dororo go inhale the essence of Dororo because the person behind that Can't remember his name, and I'm so sorry because he has created a bunch of world renowned manga and pieces. That man is goaded. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he is someone I admire. The last sci fi slash dark fantasy manga that we have on this list is going to be Kaiju (laughs) number eight. And Kaiju number eight is a very new currently serializing manga with only a few chapters out. I think somewhere around the 50-60 range and it has- it's similar with All You Need Is Kill only in the aspect of there being aliens-ish. Alien monster-like figures. We have our main character, Kafka. He's a cleanup guy. He cleans up the dead guts and bodies of these alien monster beasts that are- the warriors are like fighting and such. But then one day he finds out that he can, after this huge battle happened, that he himself can turn into one of those beasts. And so it becomes really complicated because he wants to fight and protect people, but he can turn into the beast slash monster that the people are killing. So, you know, tons of shenanigans, tons of drama, amazing fights, amazing art. I'm really enjoying Kaiju number eight right now. And I really hope Shonen Jump does not cancel it because they will cancel anything they will not give it a chance they'll be like "Mm, I don't know this was your 10th chapter and you're not making me 5 million copies so you're just gonna have to go you're just gonna have to dip all right yeah I'm so sorry about that I am now going to be moving into the comedy section I figured it would only be right after having that really like oh my god like a bunch of sci-fi dark fantasy death and agony and pain and misery moments that we ought to move into something more lighthearted and so the first one is going to be one whose artist I mentioned before and that is going to be Bakuman which is like a mix of comedy and drama Bakuman is about these two kids Uh, I can't remember if at the start they're I think they start in middle school and go to high school these two kids they want to be manga creators one's an artist one's a writer And the manga is about this end goal of the artist promised, you know, his childhood crush, this girl that he loves, that he would marry her once he has a successful anime from a manga him and his friend created so that she can be the voice actress in it. Really loving, really like heartwarming. There's so much that goes on. A lot of drama, ups and downs, slow burn for sure. The dynamic between the two characters and everything that goes on thoroughly enjoyed Bakuman it also has some really concrete information on how to start a manga, how to deal with deadlines, editors, publishers, you know, um, writing block, artist block, all of the many different things including plot and all that that comes with creating manga or creating any kind of story in general is in Bakuman. So it's also educational. I really enjoyed learning so much about the industry by reading it. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, read Bakuman. The next one is going to be one that has recently gotten an anime on Netflix. And I am currently reading, i on like volume 14 or 15. It's going to be Komi Can't Communicate. Oh my god, this manga is the definition of just cute fun happy vibes extremely slow burn but there's a ton of chapters in one volume it's basically about Komi-san she has a communication disorder and it makes it hard for her to communicate with others she's seen as this beautiful amazing goddess by everyone around her and it really just amplifies her communication disorder because she can't really talk to anyone until she meets our main guy I why can't I remember his name I don't know really average guy but he's for some reason the only person who can interpret what Comey's feeling saying or thinking and from there the whole series is really just about her flourishing as a person growing with her friends their shenanigans everything that's happening her goal of getting a hundred friends and there's just a lot of comedy and really fun aspects to Comey um can't communicate komi's a great character i love her she's adorable there's so much about her that i can relate to in terms of social anxiety and talking to people you want to talk to but you really just don't know how to and steering away from komi can't communicate to another really fresh series that's currently still serializing with a not huge amount of chapters out also with shonen jump is sakamoto days and sakamoto days is a action comedy ish it's about this retired assassin you know he's retired trying to live his life with his family wife and kid and what happens is you know he's a retired assassin he was one of the top in his field and it brings back a lot of old assassins enemies friends all of the such there's a mix of him fighting them and trying to protect his family, his chosen family, those really close to him, and also shenanigans because one of the running jokes is he became super chubby after retiring as an assassin because he loves to eat, and one of the shenanigans is people being like, Huh, oh, I'm looking for this, like, really amazing assassin, but all I see is this, you know, this fat guy, and he's like, bro, I will end your life right now so it's very interesting i love sakamoto days i'm up to date with it it's funny it's interesting and really i feel like the fight and the plot is starting to really pick up currently so you should definitely get to reading it if you can the next manga on the list also has to do with a dangerous occupation or i should say like dangerous occupations and it's going to be another currently serializing manga I do have a soft spot for manga that are currently ongoing, because if you know it's done, you like, you know it's going to come to an end, and it's like, oh no, but you know, with this currently serializing one, it's very popular, um, it doesn't update super frequently, I think like once or twice a month, I can't remember exactly, but it is called Spy X Family, the three main characters are Twilight, Yor, and Anya. And basically, they make up this family called the Forgers, but it's a fake family. Twilight is the code name of the father or husband. He is a spy, an elite spy, and his job is basically to keep the peace going on between these two countries. Um, Yor is the wife, and she is a highly ta- talented assassin. You know, she just does miscellaneous assassin jobs. And Anya is their child. Um, adoptive child not a spoiler it's very like within the first few chapters come on now and she is telekinetic not telekinetic she can read minds telepathy i think that is um but the very interesting thing is each person in the family doesn't know what the other person does except for anya only anya knows that twilight is a spy and your is an assassin but the two don't know that of each other they think each, they think they both just live normal lives and they're the only one with a really huge secret. They also don't know that Anya has telepathy powers. So it's obviously a very interesting dynamic. Um, it is majority comedy, but there's also very serious elements in it. There's character growth and such. Um, the plot is nothing too advanced. I feel like it's more just a bunch of arcs with some different scenario that revolves around the three. But nothing too overarching yet. I don't know if they plan on maybe introducing something like that, but I love Spike's Family. It's funny, it has drama, it has seriousness, and it's an overall really enjoyable read. And I think a lot more people should check out these currently serializing manga and Shonen Jump so that they can get more popular and get more of a chance and not get immediately axed. Now for our last comedy manga on this list it's going to be a very very well known and popular one that I think is still ongoing but do not quote me on that it is going to be Yotsuba. Yotsuba very simple premise it's about this little girl she's in like elementary school her name is Yotsuba she's moved to this new neighborhood and the entire series is about her shenanigans with her father her friends everyone in the neighborhood, and all the other characters. It's funny, it's amusing, it's lighthearted. it's just really cute and fun to read. She's just this little girl going around with this bright-eyed, you know, dim-witted little kid view on everything, and it's very enjoyable and nostalgic to read. You know, we talked about comedy, we talked about happy happy fun time, it's time to get into the juiciness, the messiness, the heartbreak-ish, it's time to get into the drama manga now i'm not even gonna lie this list is kind of small i get so frustrated with drama manga i start reading and i'm like this is stupid you guys are dumb i hate 50 million misunderstandings come on now we could this could be fixed this could be better than this is if y'all would just communicate half the problems in this plot line would not exist but the manga that i were able to get through with this you know, they they were just wonderfully crafted. And I was able to be like, even though this is a huge misunderstanding that you should probably be talking through and fixing, the plot is good enough for me to stay. But the very first one is going to be one I have mentioned so many times on the podcast, just like Dororo. I've mentioned the anime, but I do not know if I've mentioned the manga before. And it's going to be a silent voice. Now, Asylum Voice is on the list because recently I actually finished the manga right through the entire series because I had only ever watched the movie and it was even better than the movie. There is so much stuff that gets left out of the movie that really adds to the experience. I cried. It was so good. It's romance. It's drama. You get frustrated, angry, happy, sad. It's a whirlwind of emotions. And i think it's perfectly crafted the plot it's perfect for the kind of genre it is everyone should read a silent voice at some point it's really low low risk get into it you might get your feelings hurt but that's okay because it's a beautiful story with a happy ending depending on how you feel speaking about happy endings those who know know but the next manga on this list is going to be something i'm still reading but it has earned its place on my favorite so far because I am hooked but I also just don't want to keep reading because I am scared and that is going to be the very very popular manga banana fish. I can't even begin to start with banana fish. Just angst, pain, heartbreak. You get attached to these characters. They're they have a lot of depth each and every one of these characters a lot of background behind them you understand their actions and why they believe and say things and sometimes it makes you want to pull your hair out because you want the world for them you wish everything right and good for them but circumstances just will not allow that everyone will not get their happy ending it's very harsh and realistic those you love are torn from you and that is just the sad reality of life and banana fish might make you cry it definitely has made me cry already i am not excited to finish it i know i'm gonna be sad i know the ending already because it's been spoiled but i'm still sad reading it i don't understand how i can possibly explain that to you how much of a conundrum that is but it's fine we're gonna move on before i get heated talking about banana fish into our last drama on this list blue period come on i I'm pretty sure I mentioned it the episode before this by the way you know if you're listening to this episode there may or may not be cough cough a blue period anime review on the podcast Instagram page you know the deal at nerding out with Chelsea be there you should already be following you should be reading the review as I'm speaking because that's where you're going to get the in-depth explanation of why you should watch it if you want to know wait a minute I wrong way on why you should read it okay that's about the anime but read the manga it's amazing it's great i'm waiting for my library to get the next volume so that i can inhale it within a millisecond of a day and then get mad when i can't get the next one immediately because that's just how things go we still have so much more manga on this list so i am definitely going to try and speed it up we are now in the action section of this. A lot of the other ones already had action, but these manga are ones that had very strong, prevalent action elements in their plot line. I don't know how to really explain my reasoning behind this, folks. We're just gonna get straight into it. The first one is going to be Toriko, which is an older manga that was definitely rushed near the ending, but it is such an addicting read. World building. On the same levels as Claymore, Hodoro and One Piece. It's insane. I feel like if it had been given a chance to really finish the ending it would have been absolutely perfect but still the way it is, such an amazing read. The characters, the plot, everything, the powers, the abilities, everything about it is just so unique and fun. Go read it. Next! black lagoon gritty violent might make you squirm a bit tons of really fun things happening illegal mercenary group they'll do whatever for whoever as long as you pay them a good enough price currently reading the manga deeply in love with it i love revy she's amazing i love what she can do with guns i love rock oh my god one of my favorite characters next bro if you know me if you know me you should know i am a fire force fiend i have like 10 of the printed volumes currently right now i adore fire force it's so good i'm definitely biased because i love the creators works i adore soul eater oh my god soul was one of my original anime crushes Ah. and now shinra shinra's kind of doing it fam he's kind of he's kind of doing it for me if you want to know why, by the way, current Fire Force absolutely insane. The creator said, "You know how this just started as a really simple thing? Not nah, babes, not nah, babes. We we going to the moon. We going to the moon. Real ones will understand what I mean by that. But anyways, next one, super popular one. I don't actually know if this is a manhua or a man- manga. It got an anime, I think, on Netflix. Terrible, horrendous." Please, please don't watch the anime. You will be disappointed. If you watch it or if you read it and then watch the anime, you will be so disappointed. If anything, watch it and then read it and maybe you'll be less disappointed, but don't be surprised by your results. This one is Record of Ragnarok, Meathead manga. You know I love my Meathead manga. Come on. Keep up. Keep up with a common theme and a lot of the stuff I've talked about. Remember Baki? Baki? yeah meathead manga lots of fighting good fighting not a super complicated plot fists meat bone power flame this sounds like the description of a men's deodorant or cologne but that's just as much of a summary as you're gonna get right now keeping up with the action theme next we have another manga that i have mentioned before as a questionable favorite and that is going to be Undead Unluck. If you want to know more about it, I think one or two episodes back, I went really into depth on why I like it, why it's my questionable favorite. It's currently serializing. Common theme here. A lot of these are currently serializing, and it is going on in Shonen Jump. So please give it a chance. I would love to see it do better in The Rings, and I genuinely adore it so much, and I believe it is so good. Next, a really goaded manga it's it's legendary if you don't if you haven't heard of it at least once i would be honestly super surprised it's vagabond let's just come on now i don't think i even need to explain why vagabond is just that good um it's about the story of uh, musashi miyamoto i believe roughly ish and it's just it is so good the art ooh, it's when people say manga is art yeah vagabond basically trying to really get through these i i talk a lot y'all i'm so thankful to those of you who listen to this podcast because it's really just me talking to myself isn't it i mean you're here yeah but like currently i'm i'm talking to myself but anyways the next one is going to be i don't believe i did a maybe i did a an actual review for this i actually i either did a review or just a like a recommendation for but it is the also currently serializing manga in shonen jump i read a lot of shonen jump yes it is true and it is mission yozakura family and it shares a few similarities with spy x family in terms of there being a spy and family and if you want you know once again the really in-depth review about it I did a really nice recommendation for it on the podcast page at Nerdy Elf Chelsea sometime around June 2021, and I basically give the reasons why I love it. Uh, Definitely give it a chance. I also want to see it do much better in the rankings. Keeping up with this pace, the next one is going to be the last action one. Um, I'm currently rewatching the anime and I'm reading the manga, so... I'm kind of getting that that double whammy, and that's why it's in this list, and it's also just because it's amazing, and it's currently serializing, and I'm not sure if it's currently serializing in Jump, but you should definitely be reading this. One Punch Man. Need I say less? Amazing fights. The plot has really picked up and gotten super serious. Amazing characters. I love Gato. I love Saitama. Um, Who else do I love? Uh, I love- was it Zombie Man? Zombie Bat Guy? love him definitely not just because he's hot um i love the the guy who uses i think a baseball bat was like long hair-ish or something like that yeah i love him too i love a lot of characters in one punch man go read it go watch it so that we can hopefully get a third season please i am begging can we please get a third season of one punch man you just dropped it and then ran away you can't run from us We will never forget the One Punch Man fandom is as dedicated as the Haikyuu fandom when it comes to us getting our seasons. You will give us that season one way or another, whether we have to create it ourselves or you do. So just don't think you're slick. We're watching you. We're waiting for that announcement. All these other anime getting next seasons after a couple years or all these old anime getting renewed and getting their seasons, we waiting. We waiting. Don't think that we're going to stop the pressure. you going to give us that season. And with that, let us switch into sports. Because, you know, speaking of Haikyuu, come on, y'all. I finished the anime. I mean, I'm up to date with the anime. I finished the manga. I love me some Haikyuu. I mentioned it in my favorite anime for a good reason. And the manga is just as good, if not better than the anime. Come on. Characters on point. Plots On point. Fights on point. Art on point. For a sports manga, it's obviously nothing like Claymore or Dora dora or Vagabond, but that art, woo! It makes you want to do a doo-wop-dee-woop. It makes you just want to bust a move. You see someone do a, a clean spike and you're like, oh my god, I never knew a spike could look so good. Hello. Can I get a hello? I hope you just said hello, even if you're on public transportation. And I. I gotta be honest y'all this sports section is one of the shortest but not the shortest trust me it gets shorter it's going to be another one that i have y'all know i'm going to plug the instagram about 50 million times this episode so we still got a couple million more hikaru no go i did a full good long you know like 10 slide review of the manga on the podcast page back in may 2021 Go check it out. It's there. It's amazing. I put a lot of thought, heart thought, and heart into it, and I rated it an overall, I think, eight out of ten. So boom. Moving into the mystery. There's only one mystery here. I need to read more mystery. It's going to be something that's going on right now, but definitely not in shonen. I think it was in Shonen, but I don't know what's going on with it right now. Moriarty and more I don't know how to say his name. I'm saying it as Moriarty because that's how it, it's spelled. The Patriot. Sherlock Holmes and his nemesis, Moriarty. But from Moriarty's perspective, really good. Arts good, plots good, characters good. What more can I say? Read it if you like, mystery. Boom bang, pota pot, plow. Moving into our romance. Hello, we're getting closer to the end of this list. Hatsukoi Limited. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like a bunch of characters, love, quadruplet, pentagon, satanic circle, demon, flower, cherry blossom figure. If you try to draw out all the connections be- what that goes on in Hatsukoi Limited, you would go dizzy. Imagine characters from middle school, you know, high school, college, and everything, People having crushes, love, unrequited love with one another and it's a bunch of short stories going through a bunch of different set of characters and how they all connect and intertwine. It's cute. It's fun. It's happy. It's frustrating. It's romance. Come on. It's soft. Read it. You'll like it. It's pretty. Next, who doesn't love a good angsty romance? Who doesn't love a good? I am so frustrated and I want to cry, and why would you do this to me? Because you know what that is? Blue flag. Love my three hoes Tai Chi, Toma, Futaba. Y'all make me want to punch the wall. The ending was very rushed. I'm pretty sure it got canceled or something, but it definitely could have used more flushing out. But I still love it because I'm a very forgiving gal. So go read Blue flag if that sounds like your cup of tea. Hey! This, one, this next one, I gotta give some time because I am a fiend for Library Wars, Love and War. I have so many of the physical volumes. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and like 10, 11, 12, 13, maybe 14. I'm obsessed. It's one of my favorite rom coms. I've said this on the podcast before. I love it so much. It's just, it has a really soft spot. With me it's one of the og like romantic stuff that i was like oh wait i kind of like this so yeah read it if you love your slow burn if you love your oh my god she doesn't know it's him and oh my god he likes her and she doesn't know he likes her and she likes him but he knows she likes him but he's not going to confess because she doesn't know he likes her and yeah that's library wars go watch it no don't watch it i don't know if the anime is good go read it. Now that we've done that romance. Hey, hey. Um, our last romance is going to be Say I Love You, which I'm currently reading and almost done with. The reason why I love Say I, Lo- Say I Love You is because it's like, it's realistic teen love. They don't hide that they drink or party or do stuff like that. They're 16, 17, 17 currently up to where I'm at. And it's just like, I don't know it's realistic it shows that a relationship is not going to be smooth sailing there's going to be intruders there's going to be people who want to ruin the relationship you're going to go through difficulties you have to learn how to communicate how to put aside your feelings how to really confront someone how to do so much and I love it for that I love it for being that realistic for talking about all kinds of insecurities and different troubles that kids that age would be experiencing so obviously I'm resonating with it because I'm currently 16, these characters around my age, they're going through the same things as I am, exams and tests and loves and crushes and hates and all that. Now that we are finally done with the romance genre, or I shouldn't say finally because those are my current favorite romance manga so I'm glad to have gotten to share these with you guys. We are now going to be moving into the last genre section which is going to be fantasy. And I do want to thank you all. If you are this far listening into the episode, feel free to tag me on social media on your Instagram story and be like, hey, I'm listening to the podcast and this is one of my favorites from what you've said so far. And I will most likely respond, y'all. You know, I'm always on social media trying to reach out with the brand. But moving on to our fantasy section, the first one is going to be Somali and the Forest Spirit. Now, Somali is such a beautiful manga. I feel like given the chance, the characters who were starting to really be built into and the world building would have flourished so much. It got an anime, but unfortunately, the series had to be ended because of the creator's health conditions and I'm not sure if it will ever be picked up back again, but even still, I would highly suggest anyone read it up to where it got to incredible characters incredible story and incredible development and relationship between everyone in the story it really touched my heart it made me cry and it's one of those really good family chosen family dynamics that like maybe you aren't my actual you know like family member but to me you are and it's really sweet and heartwarming and there's a lot that goes on so do give it a chance if you're into that Next on the fantasy list is going to be something that I have mentioned in a past podcast episode. Unfortunately, I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but it is Blue Exorcist. Love Blue Exorcist. I'm currently reading the manga and I'm most likely going to re-watch the anime because it looks like there are some seasons or some parts of it that I did not miss. Although there's a lot of anime only content and the anime does not follow the manga exactly which kind of annoys me because i feel like the manga is really good and i love the way it goes and i'm worried that the anime confuse will confuse me but in regards to the manga really good the mangaka behind it she's currently on a hiatus because she's working on another manga which i will definitely check out when it comes out but i'm sure when she's ready And when she has the time, she will return to Blue Exorcist, so I'm not worried. There's still a lot of volumes out, so if you pick it up now, it'll probably take you a little while to catch up anyways. Next up is going to be a really popular manga and anime series right now, a lot of hype around it. The first movie for it is coming out soon, and I'm excited to see that movie because I read the prequel, and it is going to be Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know at first I didn't really I wasn't really into Jujutsu Kaisen because it was it felt like it was super hyped and I think the way I kind of avoided that is I haven't watched the anime I just went straight into the manga straight into the source material and I am really enjoying it so far it's I will say it's it feels kind of like fast paced but not in a bad way a lot happens but I like that because there's so much world building so much that the manga has to get to I've heard that Goga is planning to end it soon and I know that he loves to just play with our emotions and play with our hearts in terms of the characters. So I am excited to continue reading Jujutsu Kaisen and to see where the plot goes. Now for our last fantasy manga on this list. It's one that I'm surprised I haven't heard much buzz about because it's beautiful and I love the manga. It's gorgeous and the story, it really touches my heart as someone who loves books. And it is Magus of the Library, you know, with the main character Theo just very briefly. He wants to become a Kafna, which are these kind of librarians that go all across the land to protect and collect books and to set up libraries and to just really give everyone the chance to enjoy reading. And currently I'm waiting for some more volumes to come to my library so I can continue reading it. I'll see if I can read it online. I don't really know where it's serializing yet. So I have to It's really hard to find more information on it weirdly but I'm determined because I really do enjoy the series and I want to figure out some more ways to support it there are a lot of manga that I am still in the early stages of reading or I haven't read yet and I obviously couldn't include them to the list because they aren't my favorites yet or they may not turn to be my favorite Uh, I definitely want to read some more mysteries and maybe even some more sports manga I'm currently reading 20th Century Boys right now and I might read other Naoki Urasawa works because he's really known for his mysteries. And the next of this Little Favorites episode series will likely be light novels or manhuas. I might even do both in one episode. Let me know on social media at Chelsea if I should. This part of the episode brings us to Chelsea's questionable favorites. Every episode, I'll recommend something for you to check out. This episode, I am recommending the anime movie Bell by director Mamoru Hosada. Recently at Anime NYC, I got to attend a movie premiere for Bell. Officially, it comes out in theaters January 14th, and honestly, you should absolutely go and watch Bell. The songs and the vocals in it gave me shivers multiple times while watching the movie the whoever the voice actress or singer is behind the main character she did an absolutely incredible job i audibly like laughed and gasped and cheered and it was, it was just so active during the movie along with the audience you could really tell we were enjoying bell and the usage of 3d animation did not throw me off much it was only in certain parts of the film and not too uncanny. If something like that easily throws you off, I don't know what to tell you, you just have to get used to it and watch more animation and get used to more animation styles. The art was gorgeous, the fireworks, expressions, the landscapes, um, there's sort of a sci-fi-ish aspect to it and they really animated that well, I loved it. It felt super real. The character designs for some of the characters, loved it too, I don't wanna spoil too much. Um, The plot of the actual movie was great, too, and what I loved is when it looked like something was going to be a very cliche Oh, it's him. It's her. It's this kind of a moment You actually become really surprised and it turns out to be something different The movie has romance drama Action and much more but all in all for me I took it as a story that's about learning to love yourself and to trust yourself and how you feel in order to love others because if you don't love you and who you are how are you going to love someone else how are you going to give them what you can't even give yourself so if you have the opportunity go watch it if you get the chance thank you so much for watching this episode of nerding out with chelsea consider leaving a review and a rating on your respective podcast listening platform if you would like to keep engaging with me follow the instagram page at nerding out with chelsea